This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. Domestic abuse is a major problem. Unfortunately, the victims usually get little help. An expert shares warning signs that abuse is happening and what to do about it. Domestic violence is no longer a husband and wife thing. It affects everyone, whether you have a friend or a family member who is affected by domestic violence. Then, research shows that only a small fraction of retirees sign up for Social Security at the most profitable time. You'll be shocked how much Americans are leaving on the table. Most people are claiming too early, but no one has tried to estimate before the total amount of lost income from people claiming too early, and it's a remarkable number. Those two stories and more are ahead on this week's show. Stay tuned. InfoTrack begins right after this. InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. It's a nationwide problem, domestic abuse. And most of the victims get little help. InfoTrack's Gina Tedesco talks with one domestic abuse survivor who shares valuable information. Gina? Thanks, Chris. Joining us now is Elisa Devine, author of a new book, Hashtag She Wins, Harrowing Stories from Women Who Survived Domestic Abuse. The book can be a roadmap for seeing how victims fall into abusive relationships and how to help themselves. Elisa, I've seen estimates as high as one in three women between ages 20 and 59 who reported being sexually abused as children and one in three female murder victims were killed by an intimate partner. This seems to be an enormous problem, isn't it? It definitely is, yeah. Of course, this is not just a women's issue, quote-unquote. Men are sometimes attacked by women and same-sex partners are also victims, are they not? They are. They are. And our focus is on women who are abused by men. But when we start to look at and correct the issues there, then we can also correct abuse on all different levels. Tell us what are some of the warning signs that a person you're dating is likely to be an abuser? One of the first signs that women can often maybe start to recognize is wanting to have control or power over them. So that could be maybe dictating where she can go or where she cannot go, who she can talk to or not talk to, maybe wanting to check her phone to see if you know anyone is contacting her or may not trust her. And also maybe showing up where she's working or if she's out with friends. I'm wanting to be able to see where she is and even stalking her. There's also isolation, and those tactics could look like maybe not letting her be able to go out with friends or maybe isolating her from family members. Wanting to keep it a secret is also a sign because abuse thrives in secrecy. Women are often fearful about leaving because abusers threaten to hunt them down if they leave. Now, to your knowledge, do abusers often do just that, hunt down the victims who leave? Well, if we look at it from the perspective of the abuser, so abuse consists of having power, control, and domination over another person. So if we look at the situation in domestic violence of when the woman may leave or 
files for divorce or moves out of the house, the person that she was in the relationship with lost control, right? Because he no longer has control over her if she's not there. So what he wants to do is get that control back. And often that looks like trying to find her, hunt her down, trying to make her change her mind. And, you know, often promising certain behaviors or changes that will be made in the relationship to bring her back into it. So, yes, it is a very risky time for a woman to leave because the partner wants to get that control back. And if there are firearms in the home, she's 400 to 500 percent more likely to be killed or shot. So victims are not unnecessarily fearful that their attackers will be on the loose trying to hunt them down. How do they protect themselves? Well, they have to be able to have resources, to have someone that they can trust, that they can share the information with. Maybe that's a couple people. They need to find either a therapist or they need to find a resource such as a domestic violence shelter and put a safety plan in place. That is very important to have a plan when she's ready to leave so she knows where she can go, she knows how to protect herself, and how to perhaps file a restraining order, and what measures she needs to have in place to keep herself safe, and if she has children, the same situation. We're visiting with Elisa Devine, author of Hashtag She Wins, harrowing stories from women who survived domestic abuse. Elisa, as you know, years ago, police may have treated domestic assault as a quote-unquote family matter, and they would take no action. But now, in this Me Too era, can victims reasonably expect that police will arrest abusers and the courts will take the matter seriously? Well, we are on the path to change that, so... It depends. It depends on if certain precincts have had training specific to domestic violence. And also sometimes homes are flagged because they've had prior calls to domestic violence as well. So there are many factors that contribute to whether or not the calls will be taken seriously. So women really need to be able to educate themselves to be specific on their concerns, on their worries, to try not to be emotional when they call, to try and state the facts. That's very important to be able to state the facts and be able to articulate what they're experiencing. So we are creating change to be able to open the conversation Domestic violence is no longer a husband and wife thing. It affects everyone in society, whether it happens to you directly or whether you have a friend or a family member who is affected by domestic violence. So we need to open the conversation. We need to make it a safe place for people to talk about it, to get resources, to know that they're being heard and that they have help to be able to move beyond it and to make healthy choices for themselves and for their children. You mentioned before that an abuser may try to apologize or even offer gifts to make it up to the victim. What should the victim do in this case? Women do not get into abusive relationships thinking that the abuse is going to happen. So often so many women tell of, you know, it started as something 
you know, very romantic. And there were all of these gifts that he gave me. And he was very charming and put on this persona that was very likable to all of the people all around. And so we want to recognize that, you know, women that are in these abusive relationships really do care about the other person. And maybe they have children with that person. So it's a hard decision to leave because then the gifts come back and the promises that he's going to change or he's going to get help. And oftentimes these individuals do not do that. It's a temporary band-aid to try to fix a gaping wound. So women need to be able to really focus on themselves and kind of go back to basics about self-love and confidence and having a healthy mindset, knowing what is healthy in a relationship, drawing boundaries, saying, no, I am not going to be in a relationship with someone who's constantly putting me down. I'm not going to be in a relationship with someone who keeps me from my family and friends. I'm not going to be in a relationship with someone who is controlling my finances and not allowing me to live the life that I want to live. So we really need to be able to teach women and also teach our teens what healthy relationships are, what are warning signs of abusive relationships, and how to end them if they are in an abusive relationship. And for victims, there is help. You can call the National Domestic Violence Hotline, 1-800-799-7233. And there is a website you recommend? Yes, I also recommend the National Coalition Against Domestic Violence.org website. That is ncadv.org. There are plenty of resources on there, abuse statistics and what to do, warning signs, So that is a great resource if you would like more information on what to do next. Elisa Devine, thank you for joining us today about this important topic. Thank you for having me. For InfoTrack, I'm Gina Tedesco. Next, how to maximize your Social Security income. That story, straight ahead. There's more InfoTrack coming up. Stay tuned. 